seller is to tell you the truth, to set the expectations appropriately, mm -hmm. to let you know the challenges and hurdles that we will face. Yeah. That yeah. we will have, this is not going to be easy. And here are the mm -hmm. reasons why it is not easy. Right. Your location, your yeah. industry. Welcome back to the Apex Business Advisors Podcast. I am your host, Andy Cavanaugh, joined as always by the president of Apex, Doug Hubler. Doug, how are you? I am doing well, thank you. Great. You know, I'm really glad that you're here more than normal because I need to take you to task on something. Okay. Your core values, uh -huh. your core values right. that you set got right. me in trouble this week. Okay, how is that? Tell what? me the story. Well, one of the core values we have here at Apex is we'll tell you the truth. Right. Well, sometimes people Why? don't want to hear the truth. No. <laughs> Why did you run into a buzzsaw? It wasn't a buzzsaw. I was okay. uh, I was told I was being negative. Okay. And I, I said, well, I'm, I'm not being negative. That um, I am just telling you the reality of the situation that in your industry, and I won't get into yeah. any details right, here, right. but... In your industry, it is not a highly sought-after industry at this time. Mm -hmm. Where you are located is a beautiful little city, but Town. it is it is well outside of a metropolitan area. Right. So that does not make it easy yeah. to find somebody that right. you know. Hey, yeah. I, yeah. I'll come to the town to do this activity, this event, but I don't want to do it every day. Right. So you know, there there was that. Um, but yeah, they they said that I was being negative, and and I said I'm not I'm not being negative. I'm just telling you the truth. Yeah. And so yeah. I figured that since I have you here, and these are your core values. I thanks you, for bringing that, that up. You, yeah. <laughs> you, I think it's important, right, to tell the truth. So and so were were, were they upset because of their financial situation, their expectation uh, on the sale. Yeah, I think that, well, where it was is the industry they're in right now is just, it's been crushed by COVID. Yeah, yeah. Uh, COVID really kind of took this, this is one of the industries that was hardest hit, just kind of took it, flipped it upside down. They've been in a tornado for a while. They yeah. have no, yeah. which, no, don't know where they're going. Mm -hmm. Industry-wise, it's been tough. It's been tough to yeah. get labor. It's been tough to get product. So businesses is struggling. They've adjusted their hours because of not being able to get labor get and then they're like oh, staff, hey you right. know what actually we kind of like this right right and they told me that we you know our revenues stayed the same you know mm -hmm. and that was that mm -hmm. that service was really just break even and i'm like well what it looks like by your numbers is that your revenue stayed the same but by cutting that service you really just cut all of your profitability right right yeah so yeah. You've lost $100,000 in revenue. You've also lost $100,000 in profitability. So, and where, where I really got accused of being a hater was <laughs> we started talking about what they were asking for the business uh -huh. and where I lived by our core value of telling them the truth is a question got posed of, are you open to seller financing? No, absolutely not. And then I just said, well, you might want to get used to the idea mm -hmm. right. that you are probably going to have to, to do this. Yeah. There is a ratio that banks look at. In order for you to hit their standards, it's going to require about 35% down. Right now in your industry, 
we don't have a lot of people showing up with 35% of the down payment. And where this business is priced at, if we chip away 35% of the asking price, well, now we often fall below the bank's threshold, their minimum for what they would want to deal with. Right. So you got some whammies. You got a few whammies there. Well, they create, I I don't like to call them whammies. I like to call them (laughs) podcast content creators. (laughs) Well, there you go. Yeah. So they, you know, thankfully I have a weekly podcast I get to do with you. And these folks just provide the content for me on a weekly basis. And for that, I am appreciative. I appreciate you (laughs) for telling the truth. Now, I think one of the things that this brings up though, too, is that we do qualify our clients and that there has to be they have to understand the whole process and what's going to be required of them. Pricing, the financing, what are the challenges in the marketplace, in their industry. So, you know, sometimes not, not every seller is going to fit for Apex. You know, a lot of the stuff that we were talking about was the challenges that they were having. And their mm-hmm. question specifically was, well, you have brought up all the negatives and you've been negative on this call. How are you going to present our business to in a, positive to a buyer yeah. in a positive way? And yeah. I said, look, our job to you, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, is to tell you the truth, to set the expectations appropriately, mm-hmm. to let you know the challenges and hurdles that we will face. Yeah. That yeah. we will have, this is not going to be easy. And here are the mm-hmm. reasons why it is not easy. Right. Your location, your yeah. industry. I have to tell you these things because I need to appropriately set your expectation. Mm-hmm. I said, the other thing, too, is that you can also think of me as your first buyer. And not every yeah. buyer is going to come into a buyer-seller meeting and be all overly positive. You will get asked challenging questions. Mm-hmm. And if your response is to pout and get angry, it's going to be – you're going you're gonna to just further right. make this more right. difficult on yourself. Right. So that was, you know, a lot of where that conversation went from as far yeah. as like, you know, telling, telling the truth. And, and I just kind of chuckled because I was, as I was sitting in my office and talking to him, I kind of swiveled my chair and like, it just jumped out <laughs> of the, the core values thing of we tell the truth. Right, and, right. And I'm like, well, I'm just telling you the truth. I'm just telling you the, well, the way that we see it from our experience. Sure. This is the first time you're doing this after mm-hmm. running your business for 25 years. Yeah. I, I'm not coming in telling you how to make your product. Right. Well, and the questions you're asking them aren't, they may be challenging because of their situation and they may be a little defensive, but they're really, those are some questions that a buyer's going to be asking straight out of the gate. Yeah. You know, I mean, if there's interest at all, they're going to be going down that list. And so they'll just have to be ready for that. Yeah. And I further explained that. You know, look, my role when a buyer comes in is really more qualifying, classifying, you know, and, mm-hmm. and screening. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm going to put your business in the best light possible, but yeah. I'm not going to lie. Right. Right. If the if a buyer, you know, we put the, we talked about our process. We put a blind ad out, mm-hmm. and that blind ad, you know, where this place is located, I cannot say the city. Yeah. Right. Okay. So right. I'm going to say Kansas City Metro. Mm-hmm. And that's stretching it. Right, right. So somebody at some point is going to get the address of this business, and they're going to go, oh. Yeah. That's oh, not where that's, I would. Right. That's I an hour and 15 minutes from my house. Yeah. I'm not driving there every day. 
but I can't put the specific city. So right. I'm casting a wider net mm -hmm. and I'm going to attract people that the location could be a, a hurdle. Great. Now I know. Yeah. They're not the buyer. Right. Explain to you that the industry is a challenge. We're going to assume that if somebody inquires upon this, they're okay with the industry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not picking up the phone, so, calling on a business and going, oh, it's in that industry? You uh, could say, no thanks. this is 47 minutes southwest of Menorah Hospital. You know, and I think really the, the lesson for me out of that conversation was I, I probably do need to maybe – and I didn't feel I was being negative. I just felt like I, I, I just felt like I was giving them the information. You're kind of doing your job. To, um, but you know, maybe I could maybe I could sprinkle in how great a, their business okay. is. Okay, have you heard of put a smile on yeah. your face when you're doing it? So <laughs> oh, we're never going to be able to sell this thing. I mean, this thing is a dog. <laughs> but hey, good Let's, to see you. <laughs> so so thankful. Uh, no, it's um, it, it is an interesting thing. Just that we've got these core values, and we. Uh, you know, kind of come it's up as um, kind of bring them up once in a while. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so um, can we talk about deals closed? Sure. Let's talk about deals closed. Ryan had a closing yesterday. It was a kind of a combined liquor store, convenience store, gas station outside of town, Any, outside of Metro. Can I ask you questions mm -hmm. about these? Any sure. truth to the rumor that Ryan required much of their liquor? <laughs> Well, there was an inventory question. <laughs> we didn't want to be overloaded on inventory. No, that's all false. Ryan, it was an easy one for Ryan. Straightforward. Very straightforward for Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Took no time Took at all. Took no time at all. <laughs> Congratulations, Ryan. I know um, that you worked very hard yeah, on that. Did. He worked really hard, and I'm glad to yeah. see that. Uh, glad to see that one come to fruition for him. Who else? Certainly wasn't me. No, we and I'm not going to jinx. We've got several coming up here, so I'm not going to I'm not going to jinx those. I have so. one actually. I have one coming up that uh, again I had to. <laughs> Are you going to jinx it? No, I didn't jinx it. Okay. Um, let's. I mean, we'll just keep with the theme. Okay. We tell the truth. Okay. So my buyer, different brokers, seller, and we try to stay in contact. We do try to give people their distance. Mm -hmm. Try to let. Hey, let me know if you need me. I'm here to be a support. You know, that type of stuff. Right. I'm here to explain the process to you. And so what this guy has done is to fund his down payment, he did some work and was paid in cash. Took the cash, deposited it into the account. Okay. Bank says, where's this cash come from? Right. He shows him an invoice of the work that he's done. Okay. And the bank's like, okay, we need to trace this. Oh, my gosh. To know. That it's real? To know where your money's coming okay. from. That. And I specifically remember a few months ago telling this buyer, hey, the bank is looking for what's called clean, clean months. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. uh, Go back in the archives, listen to our SBA episode with Jason, uh -huh. Jason Moxness, and he talks about clean months and dirty months. Okay. Right? Got a dirty month where I deposited a big amount of money into an account. Clean month, no big ins, no big outs, no big okay. ins, no big outs. Got okay. two of those. I'm, I'm good. This guy, a week before closing, asks the bank, I'm getting ready to move, so I need to change the address <laughs> on all my loan docs. This money comes from a business that I have that he did not disclose. Oh, my gosh. 
And then uh, he got he got snippy with the banker. Okay. <laughs> so I got an email because I, I just asked the banker, uh-huh. are we funded? Did, is, has he funded the, the loan? Because we have in our letters, letters of intent mm-hmm. that the buyer will have a certain amount of funding in the bank or in Apex escrow, depending okay. on the route that right. they're going right. within a certain period of time. And so I was validating that he was abiding by that, uh-huh. that letter of intent. And I get this two-paragraph email back that was basically about, like, he got snippy with the closer. Um, no, we we think that it's going to get delayed because of, you know, yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah. And so, so I have a conversation with the buyer today, and this kind of goes back to some other stuff we've talked about where at the end I, I explained to him, I said, listen, these guys are not asking you for this information because they're wanting to hassle you. Right. I said, here's the SBA. They are, they are an SBA lender. They mm-hmm. are following the SBA standard operating procedures. The reason why they are following the SBA standard operating procedures is because the SBA guarantees the loan. In the event that you fail on this loan, they have to justify and go through the indignity and the scrutiny of the mm-hmm. SBA of why you failed. Yeah. Why'd you fund the loan? Let me see the loan packet. Let me see everything that you gathered. Right. And if they didn't do everything right, they risk not getting their SBA mm-hmm. up to that SBA guarantee. Yeah. So right. they could, in essence, lose everything that you owe them because they didn't document where your money came from. Right. Number two, have you just been emailing with this guy or have you picked up the phone? Oh, I've just been emailing with him. Pick up the phone. Have a conversation. It'll take you 10 to 15 minutes instead of trying to email back and forth all of these if-then scenarios and if this happens, that happens, and here's where I said you can clear this up in a 10-minute conversation. Pick up the phone. But right now where you're at is you're not going to get a close on this business. And by the way, you put your two, you put your two weeks in at your job. Today's his last day at his, at his job. So it's like... <laughs> You need to clear this up with the bank yeah. so that you yeah. can take over this business right. and continue continue operating. So, Well, another, another thing with that that you mentioned is really critical, too. All those SBA forms, there's language in there on any loan document that if you haven't, com- if you haven't told the truth, if you haven't told us everything, like this business that you have mm-hmm. that you didn't tell us about before, that would be really bad. If he if he failed in repaying that loan and they found out he had lied on that application, that's not good. So that's best in in most of the situations that we deal with too is talking directly to somebody so much better than the texting, you know, or email, and that can be convenient sometimes and easy, but it really shortcutting it. The the best way to do it is have a conversation. You're right. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times it's not, you know, it's not entirely convenient or you can't always have a conversation with somebody's at their shop and, mm-hmm. you know, we're trying to talk to them about something. So, yeah. but yeah, it, it was one of those things where um, he was actually appreciative of me telling him the truth and letting him okay. know that uh, okay. that we were watching and we know what's going on. And if he wants to close <laughs> on this business, right. 
That wow. is, uh, yeah. So, so we came back around to we tell the truth. I guess the uh, I guess today's episode <laughs> is uh, all about telling the truth. Right. And I do apologize because I know that you had a topic that uh, that we you may to just talk about. Bring it up next week. And we gave the folks a bonus episode <laughs> about telling the truth. So, well, we could go on about that too. There are plenty of cases we talk about telling the truth. But, you know, I think it's um, it, it. You know, really, just to kind of bring it full circle, it, it people may not appreciate it at the time, mm-hmm. but I do think that as time goes on, that they do appreciate that. Right. You're not always sugarcoating everything and that you're not giving them a false sense of hope. But I think that a lot of people come in and they feel like that this is going to be an eBay or Amazon transaction, that they're going to throw this business up on a website and somebody's going to click buy buy now Mm -hmm. and, you know, they're they're done. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that to continue on with this and one of the reasons why we, we try to live this way. We also want our clients and customers to do the same thing. You know, it's the whole the whole deal for us is making sure that we've got a, success, a successful deal, but we're also wanting somebody buying a business to be successful and not be surprised with something. So it, it's for all of us, not yeah. just for Apex, but for buyers and sellers. Well, and Valerie has, um, and I, I don't know, I think she picked this up from Anita, but since I wasn't here when Anita was here, mm-hmm. Valerie gets credit okay. that she says, let's get the ugly out early. Yeah, right. And I, and I, I told the, those folks that weren't real happy with, I said, listen, anything that's a negative, if we, if we expose it, if we put it out there, mm-hmm. it's disarming. I said, the worst thing that can happen is that you find a buyer, get them attached to this thing, they get six weeks into due diligence and they find out that you know, whatever it is. Right. Now your business has been off the market. It's kind of staled yeah. up a little bit. Yeah. Well, if you want to go out to our website to see the rest of our core values, you can go out there. It's at kcapex.com. That's where you're going to find everything about us, how to get in contact with the teams, businesses for sale, buying or selling a business, including um, how mean we will be to you <laughs> during, the, during the seller interview process. All right. Until next week, if you're looking at buying or selling a business, we got you, fam.